Hello and welcome to episode number 111 of AB's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, and spread the pure joy that comes with ripping open wax packs. Also, we will have a weekly segment called Kirk Facts, when my brother Curtis researches some players from the previous episode and shares those interesting facts on with y'all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and most podcast platforms. New episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the uh, podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans' charities, so contact us through one of the outlets I just mentioned, and we'd be happy to discuss... um, a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way that we can, or just help you um, figure out how to give your time or finances um, any way that you can uh, to help out veterans and their families. Uh, Also, please give a listen to our sister podcast, CVs Tend to Check Out, a music podcast produced by Curtis and me that comes out once a month, sharing the joy of music and hoping to help listeners discover unfamiliar bands or songs they might want to look further into. Check it out right after you listen to this podcast and like, review, and subscribe. Remember, for both podcasts, if you comment, like, subscribe, or review, your name will be put into a random drawing for free prizes each episode. For AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast, you will receive cards from the podcast and free wax packs. For CVs tend to check out, you will receive some kind of prize that has to do with music. Join in on the fun. Um, This week we have a... I wanted to give a special shout out to Bill Harrington. Uh, he sent a, uh, uh, a, a Facebook message uh, that said he, he actually was the winner of uh, the random card drawing. He said, cards were awesome. I followed you on Facebook. Um, I'll check out the podcast too. Um, I think I had he had bought some cards from me at some point and liked something that we had on here, so his name got in there. Um, and then he, this is his wife, Linda. He said, when Linda said something was due from Arkansas, I had no idea what it was. A wonderful surprise for an old senior citizen. So um, I'm not saying he's old, but he must be a little bit older than me. Uh, we've texted a little bit back and forth on Facebook. So um, appreciate your support there, Bill, and hope you enjoy the podcast. Um, also, we're going to uh, start giving out um, our um, address. So if you want to send in any um, I've done this the last few weeks. If you want to send in uh, a pack that you'd want ripped open or um, a box or anything like that, um, you could send it to 149 Emerald Lake Drive in Searcy, Arkansas, 72143. And uh, we could help get your uh, name out there. Um, and we would, if you even had some type of ad you wanted us to read on here, we would do that if you send us in a, a pack or two to open. Uh, we'd appreciate that. We do have uh, plenty of packs left to to bust open and talk about, but we could always use more for future episodes. So this week we'll be talking about 1994 Sportflix 2000. Um, I had never seen these. I got these at a um, little place in uh, Canal Fulton, Ohio, and um, just bought some packs that I hadn't seen and didn't have and wanted to use them for the podcast. Um it says hobby baseball in the front, just eight cards per pack. There's another little pack we're going to open that's small. Um, 
also that I'd never seen before, but it, it just has like one card it looks like in it. So I didn't want to make a whole episode on that one. Um, so 1994 sport flicks, 2000. Um, I remember the sport flicks of the eighties. So this is, um, a little bit later. So we're going to do, do a description of this. Um, and then we're going to go into the Kurt Fact segment and then we'll get back to, uh, this pack and open it on YouTube. So a little description of 1994 Sport Flicks 2000. It's a 193-card lenticular set released by Pinnacle Brands in uh, April 1994. 193 cards. It's, it's weird that it's that many cards. I don't know why. Not 200, 193, but whatever. This was the first Sport Flick set in four years, so I guess they had stopped making them in, I think it was like maybe 1986 to 1990, something like that, and then they stopped doing it for a few years. Um, card it says cards number 176 to 193 make up the star flick subset and feature an all-star type team printed on 3d cards a distribution of these were hobby retail were 24 packs per box eight cards per pack and they were 189 per pack yikes um, retail blasters 10 packs per box eight cards per back per pack each blaster promised three movers inserts including kirby puckett and tony gwynn in those we believe these were Walmart exclusives and released in late 1994 to liquidate unsold product. These can be seen as one of the earliest example of a blaster box. Yes, I didn't even know they had those then. Um, um, and it, said, it talked about movers. There were these insertion, insert cards called movers and shakers. That's why I called the episode movers and shakers. So hopefully we'll find one of those. Um, if we don't, that's okay. But uh, there are also two SPs, which were short prints. And I looked down to see what the short prints were. It says these two cards were randomly inserted into packs as case hits. And here's who they were. There's no number on these. Cliff Floyd and Paul Molitor. <laughs> it's funny that those were the short prints. Good players. I mean, Paul Molitor is an amazing hitter. One of the best right-handed hitters ever. And I think he's a Hall of Famer. So no disrespect to either guy, Cliff Floyd or Paul Molitor. But funny that those are case hits put into sport flicks. Um, there were the shakers, the movers I told you about. There were star flicks that I said actually before. Um, there's a couple rookie cards, but there are nobody to speak of really. Um, there's also a four card set um, that was a promo set that was distributed to hobby dealers to preview the upcoming return of sport flicks. The word sample is printed on both sides of each card. Additional copies of the Lenny Dykstra card were distributed by Walmart greeters around the time of the product's release. So when people were coming in, they would have the Walmart greeter would have a, a Lenny Dykstra card to give you. Say, hey, buy the Sport Flicks packs. That's pretty funny. And those those cards and the, the four cards were Lenny Dykstra, Javi Lopez, Greg Maddox, and a, a no-numbered Sport Flicks 94 Hobby Baseball ad card. So um, that's a little bit about 1994 Sport Flicks 2000. And if you don't know what these are, you, you want to watch the YouTube part. It's like they're kind of... You hold the card a certain way and it shows the player in different positions is what I remember them as. So hopefully I'm saying the same thing. They're um, saying the right thing about them. And they're they're thicker. It's probably why they're most uh, are more expensive. But these never seem to be worth anything, I guess, is what I'm thinking. Because <clears throat> I think you can still get a box of these for pretty cheap, even in the 1986 and those, those earlier years of them. So that was a little description. And um, now we're going to turn it over to to Curtis for the Kurt Fax segment, then we'll get back uh, to the pack and open it up. So take it away, Curtis. Hey, y'all. It's CV here, bringing another episode of Kurt Fax. 
Um, these cards were pulled from the 1993 Don Russ triple play from episode 110. Don Mattingly was pulled and is a former first baseman who played from 1982 to 1995 for the Yankees. He holds the record for the most gold gloves by an AL first baseman at nine. His defense was so strong that from time to time he would play third base and even second base, even though he was left-handed. Although he is not in the Hall of Fame, his number has been retired by the Yankees, and he has a plaque in the Yankees Monument uh, uh, Park because he is so well regarded by the organization. Mattingly holds the record for the most grand slams in a single season with six, most consecutive games with homers with eight, and most consecutive games with extra base hits at ten. He also had just had such a great eye that he never struck out more than 43 times in a season while routinely getting 500 to 600 at-bats in a season. For example, in 1985, his 1985 MVP season, he had 652 at-bats and only struck out 41 times. He actually finished his career with more walks than strikeouts. His career most likely would have been longer, but a back injury turned him from a power-hitting run producer into a slap hitter for the last five seasons of his career. A six-time All-Star who won the uh, 1985 AL MVP, he finished his career compiling lifetime stats of a 307 average, which is just outside the top 100 all-time, 1,007 runs scored, which is 333rd all-time, 2,153 hits, which is 204th all-time, 442 doubles, just outside the top 100, 222 homers, 300th all-time, 1,099 ribbies, 216th all-time. He was well-known for his humility and grace as a player and as a manager. He is no longer eligible for the Hall of Fame ballot, but could still be inducted by the Contemporary Baseball Era Player Players Committee and was on their shortlist in 2022, but failed to gain enough votes. Ken Griffey Jr. was also polled, and although I already did a bit on him for a previous episode, I thought I'd just reiterate his unbelievable career. He's a former outfielder and is a Hall of Famer that played 22 seasons, mostly with the Seattle Mariners and the Cincinnati Reds. Nicknamed the Kid, he was one of the most prolific home run hitters ever and also was known as an outstanding defender, evidenced by winning 10 gold gloves for his defense in center field. When he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, he received 99.32% of the votes, which is a record. But I really want to know the knucklehead that knuckleheads that didn't vote for him. I just don't understand how anybody could not have voted for him. In the later years of his career, injuries took a toll, or we likely would have been talking about him possibly breaking the all-time homer record. He was a 13-time All-Star who won the AL MVP in 1997 and finished his career with a 284 average. 2,781 hits, which is 53rd all-time, 1,662 runs scored, which is 33rd all-time, 524 doubles, which is 47th all-time, 630 homers, which is 7th all-time, and 1,836 ribbies, which is 17th all-time. And finally, Aaron uh, had pulled Mike Greenwell and mentioned that he was uh, he had some good years, and that's true. He was a He's a former outfielder who played his entire 10-plus uh, year career with the Boston Red Sox. 
Uh, I thought this was funny. He earned the nickname Gator when during spring training early in his career, he captured an alligator, taped its mouth shut, and put it in Ellis Burke's locker. He was a solid and reliable player who was well-respected and eventually inducted into the Red Sox Hall of Fame. A two-time All-Star, he finished his career compiling a 303 batting average, 1,400 hits, 275 doubles, 130 homers, and 726 ribbies. So that's all for now. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Thanks, Kurt. Always appreciate your Kurt Facts segment. It's enjoyed by all. And now we will open the uh, 1994 Sport Flicks 2000 pack over on YouTube. So go over there as you're listening to the podcast um, and check out the YouTube portion so you can see the pack that we bust. All right. Our uh, winner for the pa- uh, cards from this pack and um, or some cards from this pack and some other free wax packs is Tim Widener. Man, he's my buddy. I haven't. I think he won some packs at some point. I think he put something on Twitter about him. Year uh, might have been a year ago or so. Um, episode 111. So Tim, you're going to get some packs. Thanks again for your support. Um, so it's always good to support the podcast. You you know, if you, there's been people that have gotten cards more than once, so um, your name's always in that drawing. So here's our 1994. It says 94 right there. If you're looking on YouTube. Uh, Sport Flicks 2000 Hobby Baseball, all different colors of uh, to get your attention there. You got red, some gold, purple, um, white. It says Hobby Baseball with a baseball and a kind of a silhouette of a of a hitter there. Eight cards per pack, and it's thick. It's they're pretty thick, and they're you know seems like it takes it takes a lot to make these cards. They're pretty heavy, and then on the back there's a bunch of mumbo jumbo on there, and. Uh, we're going to go ahead and open that up. We also have this uh, little pack. I'm not sure even what's in it. It says Coca-Cola presents Denny's Grand Slam 1993, made by 1993. It says made by Upper Deck 1993. So we're going to open that one just to see what's in there because it's small. And this is a this is a pack with only eight cards. So let's open this up. See what we got. All right. So if you've never seen a Sport Flix card, I know most of you have if you're watching or you're listening, but... If you're looking on YouTube, it's kind of in kind of a, I don't know if you'd say 3D card, but you hold it different ways. Hope you can see that. This is um, Carl Everett. It's got him in, looks like three different poses. I'm kind of trying to show you, shows him swinging a bat. It's all different. One, two, three. Maybe it's just two poses. One, two. Yeah, just two poses in this one. Says Carl Everett, and it, it all moves around. It's kind of neat how they do this. I just when they, these first came out, I can remember buying these and thought they were so cool, and they're just never they never seem to sell for much. Um, I could be wrong. So and this says um, Carl Everett. So this looks like it's actually a rookie. It says rookie at the bottom, and there's no border or anything because it's just like a a card that is in 3D. I guess is what you'd say. So there's Carl Ever on the back. It does have his all his stats on it, it looks like. Minor league and major league. I'm wondering if they're all like that. Yeah, it looks like has most of their stats on it. At least his does. And then it says a little bit about Carl. It has another picture of him on the back. So actually, I think these are pretty cool, actually. Especially for a kid. Back whenever I was, you know, 12, 13 years old. All right. Next we have, ooh, Wade Boggs. So there's a Wade Boggs card. 
Looks like it shows him. Yeah, it just shows him in two poses. I was thinking there were th three poses on the older ones. So this is him from the New York Yankees. His doesn't have all the stats. It has like his last five years because I know his rookie was, um, what, 1983 was his rookie card. So 82 is his rookie year. And it only has back to 1989 on this card. So um, he was with the Red Sox there. Here's And here he is with the Yankees. And then they'll picture him on the back. So Wade Boggs, um, Devin White or Devon White. One, two, yeah. Looks like there are just two pictures. That's pretty neat. Um, next we have John Burkett. Him pitching there. Roberto Alomar. Oh, this one looks a little different. Maybe this is a different type of card. This could be a... Oh, this is a star flick. So this is a little different. So here, this one has the, it shows them in two different poses. This one has a little, looks like it's got a glove that, I don't know if you can see it on YouTube, but it kind of sticks out at you, like in 3D. And it says Star Flick. So these, this is a special insert card. We got a special insert Roberto Alomar Star Flick card. Pretty cool, looks different on the back. Just a little bit about him with none of his yearly stats. So that's cool, we got the old Star Flick insert. Next, we have Jay Buhner. Jay Buhner had some good years. That guy could hit some monster shots, had a great arm. Uh, we have Tony Phillips. And looks like Matt Williams. Matt Williams there. So it's pretty cool there. All right. So there's our 1994 Sportflix 2000. I don't know why it's called the 2000. Um, but somebody could write it and tell us that um here's another little pack so it says coca-cola presents denny's grand slam 1993 upper deck so we're gonna open that just to see what's in there see what we got boy i really didn't want you to get in these to get out my scissors maybe get these up no i got it all right so open that up and see what's in there so we have a little card to try to keep it uh in good condition i guess and it's one card a collector's choice Collector Series. It says Eddie Murray from the Mets, limited edition. Limited edition down the side. Pretty cool looking card there. 1993 upper deck, and it says 15 of 28. So you could collect 28 of these, I guess, from Grand Slam Denny's. Um, I don't know if you get these. If you go to Denny's, you got these or what? Um, has a little bit about his career on the back. So that's pretty cool. At the time, 1993 during this junk wax era um, they were giving away these it looks like at denny's all right so there's our cards that we opened today um thanks for uh flipping over to youtube and we're going to go and finish up the episode all right thanks for listening everyone um remember you can contact us in the following ways our twitter handle is at ripping wax packs our email is ripping wax packs at gmail.com our facebook page is ripping wax packs and on youtube just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. Remember to check out our other podcasts. CVs tend to check out a music podcast that comes out once a month. And we're always looking to promote veterans charities. So contact us to learn more about donating to veterans and their families. We appreciate that. Uh, thanks to Curtis, always, for researching for the Kurt Facts segment. Uh, the li listeners love to listen to you, Curtis. 
This has been AB's Ripping Wax Packs Podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn. Thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Happy Easter. Have a good one.